This podcast is brought to you by Fear Free, the initiative that takes the pet out of petrified and puts treat into treatment. Learn more at fearfreepets.com. All right, all right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. This is your host, Alex Jimenez. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the importance of trainers and veterinary professionals working together. Now, I know that's a big subject, so to help us through some of that, we have with us Mikkel Becker. Mikkel is a regular contributor for Fear Free. She is our lead trainer. She is also the daughter of Dr. Marty Becker, and she is the primary author on our soon-to-be-released trainer modules. The uh, entire trainer course will soon be available. So... Um, without further ado, she can explain her background, her role in the course way better than I ever can. So thanks for joining us. Mikkel, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your background with Fear Free? Well, my name is Mikkel Becker, and my dad is Dr. Marty Becker, and I grew up with animals and just loving animals. That's always been, ever since I was a little kid, I knew I either wanted to be a broadcast journalist or I wanted to be an animal trainer. And at the time, I wanted to be either a whale trainer or a horse trainer. And over time, my career has definitely morphed to where I realized I loved doing broadcasting. And that was really interesting in college, but I realized my passion really was with animals. And that's something my dad really pushed me on and said, you know, Mikhail, this is something that you know, is your gift. And I know that... You know, that doing the news that that's not something that you maybe connect to as much, but you really do connect with animals. And it's such a gift to be able to do something you have a passion for. And so after graduating in communications, I went in and went to training school down in San Francisco. And that was my first dog training school I went through. And it, it was amazing. I went in there every day and I was just so excited to learn. And ever since then, it's just been a path where I just keep trying to get as much learning as I can and just continue on that path. And, and it's been really special to work with my, my dad as a veterinarian and with his colleagues, as well as with numerous other veterinarians, both in Idaho and over in the Seattle area where I'm at now, because it's, it's just such a, a gift to be able to help animals in a deeper and more meaningful way, where rather than just taking it from the training standpoint or limiting it to more of the physical medicine to really tie those together and to be able to do the very best that we can do for dogs and for other animals, uh, even pigs. I've been working with a, a pig named Dee Dee, and then there's another pig now that, that I will be able to help train. So it's just exciting. I love that I am so interested in what I'm doing, and it's all about the emotional and the physical well-being of animals. And that's really what Fear Free is about. And well, my dad started to get into Fear Free and started to, it just really hit him one day where he heard Dr. Karen Overall speak about how emotional damage can affect the animal for their entire life. And just one traumatic experience that can happen at the veterinary office can, can detrimentally impact that animal. And from then on, we just really started on this journey together. And it was so exciting to see how just right after training school, Fear Free, and that vision started to pick up. So it just really was very serendipitous. And it's it's just really amazing where it's at now. And so exciting to see the excitement behind Fear Free and how much support there is, and especially the difference it's making for animals and for those that care for them. 
Yeah, absolutely. And actually, for our, our listeners out there, if you haven't already, uh, check out our blog on fearfreepets.com. Mikkel has some really fascinating articles with uh, her and Didi, a couple that are already up and I think a few more that are going up. But yeah, as I uh, said earlier, Mikkel, you are the uh, the author, chair, master, MC, everything for the trainer course. I got that right in there somewhere, yeah? I, b- I believe so. It definitely, it, the trainer course has been my my life for the past, the past six months. It's all been about the trainer course, and it's it's just exciting. I am so excited about this, and this is something that for me has been very personal from the start because when I first became a trainer and started working with my, my father and working with other veterinarians, I realized that there really was a difference between how I felt about the veterinary community and then how how in a lot of situations there's just a distance, this this barrier between trainers and veterinary professionals. And not for everyone, but but in a lot of places and for a lot of people there is. And that's always been something I've been interested in bridging. And that's what's so exciting about the Fear Free Animal Trainer course is is that's exactly what it's doing. And it's exciting because it's helping to unite both professionals to be able to do even better for animals rather than keeping the two separate or or even having some rifts between them. It's really neat to be able to just just really solidify that partnership and to make it even stronger. And that's what the Fear Free Trainer course is all about. It's ways that we can work with veterinarians. So from teaching puppy classes in the veterinary hospital to actually working alongside them on both preventive and issues that that animal may have. And, and by doing so, we actually better help the pet parent and we better help the animal as well because we're actually looking at the entire pet rather than only one aspect of the animal. We're looking at everything and we're doing it together. So you can really help the animal in that way because a lot of times physical health and emotional health and behavior, they all are so closely tied together that a lot of times it's not just one. And usually there are, there are multiple issues going on. So we better help the pet by, by having that unity. Right. And, you know, they talk about in, in the physical aspect of veterinary medicine so much, a multimodal approach to a lot of different conditions. And so I think, you know, you nailed it with uh, looking at this, you know, behavioral standpoint, um, you know, taking the entire experience of the pet into consideration. So that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, really excited to have this course launching, but why is it so important that trainers and veterinary professionals collaborate? It's really important because a lot of times I feel like we are doing animals a disservice by not having that collaboration and not having that partnership. What I see a lot of times in a lot of veterinary hospitals and something I've been working on is being able to have a really close partnership with a trusted trainer that they can refer out to. Because a lot of times veterinary hospitals don't necessarily know what trainers' business cards or brochures that they have in the actual hospital. So the actual training style and what that trainer does is somewhat unknown. And that can be really, really dangerous because we can actually do far more damage than we can do good if you get the wrong type of training for for that animal. So when we look at more of the punitive methods and the the force-based methods, we can actually, unfortunately, dramatically increase the rates of aggression and the risk of bites to both the pet owner and their entire family, as well as to the veterinary professional. 
so by having a trusted type of training that's based on rewards and using lots of positive reinforcement in management and techniques that are are not force based we actually are keeping that pet safer and we're we are increasing the chances that they are going to succeed and for the trainer what's really important is not just keeping that animal and treating it only as a, a training issue so many times there's so many things going on and that's where it's so important to partner not only with a veterinary team that can really look at that pet and figure out what else might be going on but also being able to work with certified applied animal behaviorists and especially with with veterinary behaviorists because they really they they it, they're kind of at the very top of the pyramid able to look down and oversee these plans that we have for these these dogs and cats with behavioral issues and so they can look at it from both the veterinary standpoint and the training standpoint so a lot of times I feel that we miss out because we we don't use all of the resources available to to us and to the pet owner and unfortunately behavioral issues are a top cause of surrender and a top cause of of animals being euthanized and it's a really sad fact that that I believe that the trainer course is really going to help by really giving pet owners the, the entire realm of help that they need by giving them all of the resources possible and not only giving them the resources, but making it a really close partnership where everyone can work together better to be able to better serve the animals. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense. But what about actually implementing something like this? What does it look like when you have a trainer and a veterinary professional or practice that's teamed up with a trainer? What does that look like on the ground? No pun intended. Absolutely. Part of it is being able to be there during the fear-free visit, so making the visit more positive for that animal. And part of that is helping the veterinary team to oversee the levels of fear, anxiety, and stress that they see. And having positive distractions, being able to actually use behaviors that that animal knows. It could be as simple as a sit or as complex as a, a cooperative behavior, such as doing a, a chin rest or doing a, a long-term, a longer duration nose target, for instance. So we can have those really complicated behaviors or even just those little simple tricks that the animal might already know, such as a shake. So we can utilize all those during the actual fear-free veterinary care visit. Or the other thing we can do is we really are preparing them for the future too. So not only during future veterinary care visits, which they can do during victory visits where they're going in and practicing and they may be practicing things for in the hospital but also for inside the home as well so it's helping that animal to feel more comfortable during future interactions and also future care and that's both inside and outside of the hospital and that's something that a trainer can directly help with and that's both preventive with puppy classes and kitten classes and starting off early with a dog or cat that maybe they have something such as they are given eye drops and it's making that procedure less stressful and more positive and comfortable for them and for the pet owner. So we can stop stress before it starts. And also being able to work with the veterinary team and the pet owner to address fear, anxiety, and stress in the early stages. And also maybe it's already progressed. Sometimes we don't, we don't get those cases until it, there's already a big problem and it's working together with everyone involved and also working with veterinary behaviorists when when we need to and when we can because when we when we take it from a, an entire multimodal perspective and take that that multimodal per, uh, approach with that type of issue both preventive and issue based it really does help that animal and so for the trainer 
they can really work hand in hand with the veterinary hospital. And that may even be on behavior issues. And that's something we talk about in the course is how to work on that together, because it really is a partnership. And it's our services trainers to be able to work with the veterinarian who helps the pet owner to oversee that animal's entire care plan. And also can scout out for some of those things that we may not know as a trainer may be going on. There may be some health issues underlying that, that are causing or contributing to that problem. So it, it's really really putting the veterinarian at the center and being able to support them and being able to better support the pet owner and to do our jobs as, as trainers even better than we already are. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And I know we didn't talk about this before the call, so I'm putting you on the spot again, but how would you recommend, and maybe this is covered in the course, how would you recommend starting this sort of relationship in case there is a veterinary professional or, or particularly trainer out there right now listening to this and they're like, well, this sounds awesome, but I have no idea how to begin even initiating this type of relationship. Is it picking up the phone? Is there Are there resources online that you would recommend people go to? Or how do you even start down that road? Well, the first thing I would recommend is going to fearfreepets.com and looking at the directory, finding a fear-free certified professional or professionals near you. Because what you can do there is you can find clinics that already are interested in behavior, that they're interested in training. And we can better support animals in their clinics. So there, there already is an interest there between the, the partnership with the veterinarian and the trainer. In some situations, a, a trainer may not have a hospital nearby that is that has fear-free certified professionals. And so that's something that they can start working with, with hospitals. So going in, I think the personal connection is really meaningful and really letting them know your services. And that's where that really helps to differentiate the trainer between themselves and someone else that it's hard for the veterinary community to know, okay, what is that trainer really like? What kind of services do they actually provide? So being able to even give them a, a couple of free vouchers to take a puppy class that you have or a, a dog manners class that you might have and letting, letting their staff go in and actually see with their own pet what it's like and what you actually do, that, that really wins people over when they can see the results and experience it themselves. And I think that that's one of the best things we can do, as well as even just offering our services. That's one thing we did at North, North Point Animal Hospital here in the Seattle area was actually going in and we would do victory visit workshops where we would have different stations throughout the hospital and we would work with, with young dogs on each of these stations. So one station might be handling, for instance. And through that, it was a no-charge service, but it, it actually helped to solidify our partnership with the veterinary hospital where we were the ones that, that they wanted to refer to. And we also were able to win a lot of more clients over as far as doing more training services. So that was a really great way to start our partnership. And that's something I think that personal connection and being able to, to offer something to the hospital that's of value is really important. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you've said it a, a couple of times, but for listeners out there, um, you know, the importance of prevention in all of this is key. And Mikkel, you also worked very heavily on our kittens and puppies course, which for uh, veterinary professionals and I suppose trainers as well, uh, really talks a lot about prevention and then even goes into a little bit about how to start getting some of those kittens and puppy courses set up or classes set up in, in your clinic. So yeah, right on there. Is there anything else that you want to uh, mention before we wrap up here? 
know, I, I think the most important thing with the trainer course is just to continue building that partnership between trainers and the veterinary community. And it really is, is for the better of the animals and, and being able to even cross some of those bridges, maybe that, that have been burned in the past. I know that sometimes it's, it's easy to have our, our own barriers up and to have our own guard up as far as, well, it's really, it's rejection is hard. And so when we talk about making a partnership with a veterinary hospital, rejection is sometimes a reality and, and it may be a reality with some veterinary hospitals, but more and more veterinary hospitals and in, in the entire community is really excited and interested in knowing what they can do to better animal well-being. And that includes the emotional well-being and also the behavioral well-being for that animal. And I, I think there is, there's never been a better time than now to be a training professional and to be a training professional that's interested in working with the veterinary community. And what, what this course is going to do as well for the trainer is it's really looking at the trainers that have the training, that have the expertise, that already have the certification and educational background that set them apart from those trainers because anyone can call themselves a trainer. So what this course will do is for those that become fear-free certified animal trainers, it really sets them apart and it helps the veterinary community to know what trainers can actually be trusted trainers because sometimes it really is confusing. There are so many so many certifications or maybe even just false credentials someone could use or false titles someone could use. But this really does set them apart and I think that that's so important because when we talk about being able to differentiate yourself between you and someone else as a training professional, having that relationship with the veterinary hospital and getting that by having that trusted name and certification behind you, as well as, as really committing your values to fear-free, because as a fear-free animal trainer, we're not only showing that we have, have the certification or that we have the educational background to even take the course, but we also are committing to a certain way of training where we're training in a way that isn't based on using fear and force to cause behavior to change, but we're doing it in a kind way and in a way that really is fear-free friendly and that is emotionally sound for that animal. So it's so important and I just cannot encourage the, the certified trainer to, to do this course more because I think they're going to help so many pets by doing so. Yeah, right on. And that's, uh, I mean, that's what we're all about. So that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, not just on this podcast, but we are, uh, lucky to have you in all regards. So, uh, really appreciate it, Mikkel. Oh, th- thank you, Alex. I'm so excited about it. If you've been following these podcasts, then you know what I'm going to say next. Be sure to check out fearfreepets.com to keep up with all the fear-free blogs and news. We have a new store that just launched. And, of course, if you're a trainer out there, uh, the trainer course will be launching in mid-November of 2017, depending on on when you catch this podcast. So uh, be sure to check it out. Thanks for listening.